Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome, welcome. And just want to just, uh, just bring words of encouragement to you, words of faith to you. Um, I am Caroline Anderson, and um, God is good. God is good. And Cindy McCoy and I, we decided to come together under the guidance of the Holy Spirit to organize and establish this organization titled The Guardians of the Faith. Our mission is to walk by faith and not by sight. That comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 7, and to power each and every one of you to grow in faith and to gain the confidence to fight the good fight of faith. And in addition, we believe that faith without works is absolutely dead. And that does come from James 2, 26. This organization was birthed out of being faith-based people. Now, we do have crazy radical faith, and you will hear me say that each and every week because we do. Not we don't go through anything. We do. And that's why we're here to build each other up with the word of God, with our scriptures, to meditate on them, and to actually just yeah. pray and also anoint ourselves with oil and ask God to help build us up as we go through each and every day. We truly believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the true and living Son of God. He is the yeah. author and finisher of our faith. That's Hebrews 12, too. Just to kind of go into a little bit of things here, we know that Satan, as I always say every week, he tries to sow havoc in our lives. But God does continue to restore us to higher heights. So that's why we pray. That's why we fast. And that's why we dwell on Holy Scriptures to keep us elevated. You know, just talking about today and reading the papers and looking at the news, I've noticed something. President Trump, he's actually taking the coronavirus drugs. Okay, so he says he's taking them in advance for precautionary measures. He's actually taking, and forgive me if I don't say this name, like the anti-malarial drugs, that hydrochloroquine. He's taking that. He's taking a Z-pack. He's also taking an influx of vitamin C and zinc. So they asked him, why? why? Why are you taking this if you don't have the virus? And he says, just as precautionary measures, everybody's taking them. Well, we know that that's not true. And that's why we always say, Whose report will you believe? You know, we have to believe the report of the true and living God. We've got the word to stand on, and that is where we're going to build our faith from. I'm really wanting to bring this scripture to you today because it was led on my heart. It comes from, and I hope that you write this down, 2 Timothy 8 through 12. And it says, first of all, I want to say, and I hope all of you out there are in agreement with me, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. And I will tell anyone this. I am not ashamed of the gospel. And in the words it says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the suffering for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. And for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I believe, and I and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. And so I am saying, please, get into your word. Do not be ashamed of the gospel. It's because it's, there's power. There's power in the word of God. 
You know, Amen. just bringing this in. I know Cindy's going to come back with this because she's actually going to bring us something more powerful, and that's the confession of our faith. You know, God offers us the free gift of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ, and we pray these things in our hearts. We have to admit that we are sinners in need of forgiveness, and we confess our sins to God, and we thank him for Jesus Christ who died on the cross, and he paid the price for each and every one of us, and we ask Amen. him to come into our life for restoration. John 3, 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And this is what we're going to stand on. We're going to stand on the true and living word of God. So as the guardians of faith, we are in preparation for the battle. With the word of God, we must put on our armor of faith and stand daily building our foundation on the promises of God. Come join us as we connect with faith-based people around the world to enter the battle. We prepare for battle through meditating on the word of God, anointing ourselves with oil, learning to talk in the faith and walk in the faith, pray, unceasingly pray, and fasting. And that's giving the understanding and the discipline of God. We now prepare our hearts to listen to an encouragement word from Cindy McCoy. Amen, amen. I am honored that you have come to be a part of the Guardians of Faith this afternoon. This has been a character-building day. It's really been a challenging day. But one nonetheless, we understand that as the word comes, that the, that the word says that the enemy will come on behalf of the word. You hear the word, you know the enemy is coming. And if you give the word, you know the enemy is definitely going to be throwing roadblocks in your way to make you lose confidence, lose confidence in the word. But first what we're going to do is we're going to pray. You bow your head. Lord, we thank you for today. We believe that the blood purges our conscience from dead works, that we may serve the living God. And by that precious blood, we enter into the holiest and we come boldly. And now, Father, we bless and praise you and thank you for being our Father. We thank you for manifesting yourself, and we thank you for watching over your word to perform it. Thank you, Father, for your precious blood. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, whom you have highly exalted, and you've given him a name that is above every name. And in the name of Jesus, we release the power and glory and dominion of your kingdom right now in your name, Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over everything under the sound of my voice. And in that name, we welcome God, the Holy Ghost in this place. We thank you, Lord, for glorifying him. And we believe you would give the manifestation of the Spirit to every man to profit with all. And it is in Jesus' name that we receive it now. Amen. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for all that God has done for us and his blood and all the privilege that we have to come today. We give we give God all the glory, all the honor, all of the praise. And we've been talking about our words and the creative power of our words. And I want to go back there today and um and we're 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 gonna flow right there that there is creative power that flows out of the mouth of God, and you were created in the same image of God. So according to the scripture, Jesus says you have the same ability dwelling inside of you. 
So inside of us, we have the same ability to be speaking, speaking beings and have the creative power of God as, as God has. Adam gave man's authority over to Satan. But Jesus got the authority back. <clears throat> In 1 Peter 1.23, God's word says that we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and bideth forever. The word of God implanted into our spirit causes us to become a new creature that has never existed before, and we're born again of the spirit of the living God. The rebirth of our human spirit took place because of the word of God that's lodged in your spirit. It causes you to act upon the word, and you were born again. So when we were born again, it created a new creature. This new creature now responds to the word of God and the spirit of God. So you became a new creature. You were once a sinner, and now you're born again. And you are now the righteousness of God, and you're fully able to stand in the presence of your Father in holy boldness and say, Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, their son, without fear of condemnation because of the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, righteousness there means being in right standing with God. You're not a poor sinner. You're not crawling around in the dust begging and pleading, dear God, help me please. You know, some songs even, even say it. But we are the righteousness of God. We're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. The word planted in your spirit calls you to become a new creature because the word of God declares it. Now, the word was made flesh. The Bible says in John 1.14, and the word was made flesh, and it dwelled among us. So now the word, as it was in the beginning, it came unto Mary, and Mary said, it will be so. Mary, she received the word and said, be it done unto me according to your word. First, she received the word in her spirit, in her heart, and then it was manifested in her physical body. This is when she received the word when um, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she was to, to have or birth the Christ. The word of God was implanted in her womb. It was an embryo, a seed, and it took upon itself flesh. Just as the living word of God placed in your spirit, it takes upon itself a new creation, which is life. The word of God literally formed within her womb and took flesh upon it, and the word became alive, living, walking, and talking on the earth. Jesus came to destroy the work of, death, of the devil that was done in Adam. Now, the work that was done in Adam was destroying the creation of God and the ability for God to work through men. Now, that's what severed when Adam came into play as far as playing with the enemy. The ability of God to work through him was now severed because he took upon him, he obeyed the enemy, basically. 
Even though it wasn't him himself, he understood the command of God, which was not to partake. But once he partaked or he partook, that caused him to sever the relationship. So when Jesus came, he got that authority back. He delegated it back to man, to us, the believer. Jesus stood on the mountain before he ascended, and he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He had all the power, he, and he turned it over to the believers and told us, these signs shall follow them that believe. In the name of Jesus, you will cast out devils. You shall speak with new tongues. You shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's in Mark, Mark 16, 17, and 18. Jesus is saying, now you go out in my name. You cast out demons. You speak with new tongues. You lay hands on the sick so that they would be covered. So, but what has happened in this day and age is that we have lost the ability to do what the, what the Lord has commanded us to do. He has commanded us to do, to take this creative power. Take the power when you receive the Spirit, when you became a new creature, a new creature in Christ. Take that power. Go out and in my name, the name that is above every name, because at the name of Jesus, demons are supposed to tremble. But why aren't they trembling at this point? Why is it that the Christians and the demons can exist in the same room? That should not be. Because by the Spirit of Christ, we should be able to cast out demons. We should be able to speak with new tongues. We should be able to lay our hands on the sick, and they shall recover. All sickness is not unto death, but because we have not walked in the authority of the word, we have lost our power. So God's power, God's authority was delegated back to man. So man is in better shape now than he's ever been. The born-again man is a joint heir with Jesus. Hallelujah. If Jesus, the righteousness of God, then you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, you, we got to understand the, 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 I guess, the lineage. Lineage. There is heir, joint heir. We're, we're joint heirs. So, Jesus to God, we are to Jesus. So that's the, that's the um, order that we are to follow. We need to quit praying and saying, Lord, I'm unworthy. If Jesus is not unworthy, you're not unworthy. You have the right to stand in the throne room of God. We've been beaten down and the devil has just trampled over us. He's put us in the dust because of our sense of unworthiness. When the word gets in your spirit, you'll never be the same. You'll lay hold onto this word. You'll rise up and enter into it. The enemy knows that there's power in your words. That's why he tries so desperately to get you to confess doubt, fear, and unbelief. 
Confessing that you are unworthy after being born again is contrary to the word. You understand that? Confessing that you are unworthy after you've been born again is contrary to the word. You were unworthy, but the old man died with Christ. So that was your past. You, your future is that you are a new creation. You are now a new creation in Christ. Anyone in Christ cannot be unworthy. The word says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21, the word says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all, and all things of God who have reconciled us into himself by Jesus Christ and have given us the ministry of reconciliation. To be reconciled means to be restored. Continue with that verse. To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed us to the word of reconciliation. Now we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in God's stead, be ye reconciled to Christ, be ye restored to Christ, for he hath made him to be sin for us. We, him who knew no sin, that we may be the righteousness of God in him. Again, that was 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 21. Okay, now, we're going to see how Jesus used faith-filled words and how they produced for him. Now, in Mark chapter 11, verses 11 through 14, it reads, and Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he looked around about upon all things, and now the eventide was come. And he went out into Bethany, he with the twelve. And on the morrow, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing the fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything their own, because he was hungry. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of fig was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Now Jesus had gone to the fig tree to get some figs and found he didn't find anything there. And he said, No man eat fruit of thee, of thee hereafter forever. And he just walked off. So when they came back the next day, verse 21 says, the disciples called to Jesus' attention the fig tree. They said, let me paraphrase it for you. The leaves are with them. That thing died from the roots. Did you notice that, Jesus? The tree you cursed. Now, Jesus spoke negativism to it. The Bible, that's what the Bible uses. It says, he put a curse on the fig tree. Now, we as believers have put curse on people by the words of our mouth. 
We've heard people do it. For instance, someone come and they get saved in the service. They say, and, and, and we hear people say, oh, I know them. They get saved every time we have a revival. Just watch them. They'll go out there and in three weeks, they'll be right back in sin. And sure enough, they're back in sin. They thought it was a prophetic utterance, but it wasn't. It was a curse. And, and when it happens, they say, yeah, see, I told you so. They are part of the problem. The words of their mouth worketh against that person. Instead of putting faith-filled words, they would be saying God's power is enough to keep them. God's power is enough to hold them. God's power will deliver them, and they'll not fail. I believe they will stand. They will have been, they have been deceived by the evil one to tear down what God was trying to build up, but they tore it down with the words of their own mouth. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop right there. And, man, that was, that was good to me. That was so good to me. I, I, am, uh, I, I am just um, excited. I'm, I'm excited. That word was so good. Amen. Amen. But one of the things we have to be careful of is how we speak about our brothers and our sisters. Amen. The words of our mouth can now become curses by just what we observe and what we see. But it's not for us to say what we see. In our speaking beings, we're supposed to speak that that is not as though it were. If we're going to mean well with our brother and our sister, we got to speak those things that are not as though they are to be able to build up the next person. I am, I am going to I'm going to say this prayer of confession right now because if there is anyone who has any shadow of a doubt that they have received Christ in their life, I want you to be absolutely sure, absolutely sure that he reigns Lord over your life. And I'm going to do this confession of prayer. Um, you can repeat after me. You could do it quietly. You could do it in your spirit. Whatever way you do it, it's it's all right with me. It's all right with me. I'm gonna say it very slowly, and and if you want to repeat it, I'm okay. I, I'll wait for you because it is important that you receive the new birth, that you become a new creature, like we spoke on today, that your old life has passed away. And behold, all things can become new. That you can have a new normal. That you can begin to have a new normal. Dear God. Dear God, I am in need of a Savior. I humbly kneel before you. I admit I am a sinner. Father, I confess that it is only through the blood of Jesus 
my sins can be forgiven. For now I believe and know that Jesus Christ died to pay the price for my sins, to forgive me of my sins, to break the power of sin in my life, and to clothe me in his righteousness. Thank you, Father, for this gift of grace. And thank you for pursuing me when I was running from you. Lord, I receive your gift of grace. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe now that if you prayed that prayer, you are no longer a sinner. You have been accepted into the fold, and now you have confessed your sins, and now you are a new creature in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everyone that repeated that prayer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I, give you, I, I give God all the all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise in Jesus' name. I yeah. thank God. I thank God for his grace. I thank him for his his yes, his power. I, I thank I thank God. I thank God. I'm I'm in love with that man Jesus. Amen. I'm in love with that man Jesus. Amen. Amen. Laverne, do you have anything that you want to say tonight? I just want to continue to press on. Amen. You can. The Lord will give you the strength to not only press mm-hmm. on, but excel and do even greater works. He said, greater works shall we do than he did. And we know yeah. he did some great things. He did some miraculous things. He did some unbelievable things. He oh, did yes, some he extraordinary things. And that is our, yeah. our prayer that, that he do in us. And, and greater works he promised that you will do if you keep your mind on him. And if you will renew that mind daily, meditate on his word day and night, that um, you will observe to do. And, um, and we're believing that with you, sister, that you will definitely begin to be, um, continue to press on. Press yeah. on. Amen. Be a good soldier. I was going to get a question today, I and I, I neglected because I'm telling you, today was a character building day. I had to press to get to where I am today, well, and I am um, You go ahead and find that because I just wanted to tell everyone out there, you know, the enemy knows, he knows your weaknesses, right? Amen. And he will try to come at you any way that he can. Yes, he will. But they busy. That's why we're trying to get these scriptures to you, and we're asking that you stand firm on the Word of God. And when you come to Christ, you know, I'll tell you something. When Cindy and I first came together with this, that was something that we already talked about. We said, you know, you know what we're trying to do. You know he's going to try to come after us with it. And so... Pretty much what yeah. we do, we read and, and, and I will tell you, we, we've been going through some things, but we're standing on Amen. the Word of God. Amen. 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 
know, James 2.19 says this, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe, and hear this part, and trembles, and trembles. That's a powerful statement there because that tells you alone. If those are out there, so you've got family and friends that don't know Jesus Christ, what we're bringing to you today, take that out to them because this is the time now. We are in the season where things are changing, and we know that people, they've kind of forgot about God. We've got people who've not been raised up with the word of God. They don't know it. So while we've got some time, we need to make sure that we try to spread the gospel amongst the whole world to as many family and friends as we possibly can. And yet we have to stand on the word of God. We've got to be strong because, yeah, we're going to have to go through some things. The disciples yeah. went through it. Sure enough, Jesus, he went through it. So that's why we've got to make sure we read our scriptures and be there for one another interceding. That's what we have to do. It's a, it's a powerful thing. It's a real thing. And when I think about James 2.19, that sticks with me because it just tells me the devil himself, he knows that God is real. He was there yeah. with him in heaven. He knew. Oh, yeah. He knows. Oh, yeah. And he trembled. He can't take it. Matter of fact, and I'm going to let you get to that, that question that you got prepared for us, Cindy, in the book of Job. God mm-hmm. asked me, where was he going? And, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but what did Satan tell him? To and fro, to and fro, what, to and fro seeking whom I may devour. Yes, devour the souls of men. That's, yeah. that's his purpose. That is, that is his purpose, to take as many people to hell as he can. I'm just going to tell mm-hmm. you, just like I can't put it no better than that. That's right. I can't put it and no better than that. And you know where he starts, Caroline? He starts by he starts by killing your confidence. Just like we said in the word today. He starts by putting those little seeds of doubt in your heart saying, You're unworthy. You're unworthy. Mm-hmm. No. God is giving you the power to come boldly before the throne. Oh, yeah. We have can't lose confidence in who God is. We can't lose confidence in who God has called us to be. Sometimes we instead of listening to God, we listen to our friends. We listen to people who we feel are, are, are higher, bigger, or better influence instead of listening to that still, small voice that leads and guides you into all truth if you build that relationship with him. And see, that's mm-hmm. where we have our downfalls is when we stop listening to God and put our trust in man. And he warns us not to do that. He says, put your trust in no man. Go ahead, Caroline. I, I apologize, girl. I'm full to the. I'm telling you, I, this was a character building day, and it yes. and it, it was definitely for the word's sake. Yes. As much as I tried to get into that word, the enemy tried all he could to stop me. He tried all he could to bring every possible thing he could bring my way. Not only at work, but when I got home, just everything, just every one thing on top of the next, one thing on top of the next. But I know that it was, it, was because of the, it was because of the word. That word that was brought forth tonight, I mean, it excited me. It excited me more so And when I was studying it. It, it was exciting for me tonight. And I know that the, that the enemy came for the word's sake. I mean, we can understand. And Mark, it says that the sower sow it. And that some are going to be by the wayside. But he says that you're going to receive it with gladness. And then the enemy's going to come in for the word's sake. 
And then if persecution and affliction are going to be your feelings and your emotions, that's where persecution and afflictions lie. And that's where the enemy's going to fight you at. He's going to make you emotional. He's going to, he's going to make the kids come around. They're going to be whining and crying. And he, that's where he's going to deal with you at. But you've got to look at it for where it, where it is. And you've got to say, Lord, just for the word's sake, the enemy's coming. Because you heard the word tonight. Something's coming up. Something's coming up. But you have got to leave your spiritual eyes open to see what's happening. Now, the, the question I have tonight, how do we hear God's voice amid the noisy environment of earth? How do we hear God's voice amid all the noisy environment, all the things that are happening in the world? That's our question for tonight. We can, we can answer it tonight. We can answer it next week. But if you have something that you have to say, Pastor Brown, I see that you, you come in. Thank God for you. How do, we, how do we hear God's voice? I know for me, I have to get quiet. I have to, I have to spend time with him. I have to spend time with him as I build a relationship to him. It's just like I can be in a room full of people. I build a relationship with my husband, and when my husband talks, I can hear him across the room. And I and I know that's my husband. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same thing mm-hmm. with God. Is that I built my relationship with him that when he talks, I know I hear his voice, and like it's like okay, let's get quiet, and I know he's talking. <laughs> Because it's not going to be too noisy, and there is going to be a time where we're going to come up against the noise of the of the earth, and it's going to be difficult if we don't build that relationship strong. And I know back in the days they used to say, "Get a real good grip." If we neglect to get a real good grip, and we neglect to build a relationship, a firm foundation, it's going to be harder and harder. For us to hear his voice if it's faint now and we're not building upon it and making that voice clear and clear daily, it's going to be um, a time when it's going to be difficult for us to gain that traction because so much is going to be happening. That's my take. I'm going to get quiet, guys, because I'm full right now. I am full right now. I am, I am hyped. <laughs> I am so hyped. I, but I want to I wanna leave way because... I do want you all to know that the guardians of faith is for all of us. We need each other in this time. It's no matter what stance we have, pastors, lay people, Caroline, with her standing out in the professional world, I'm not going to say who she is. She can, she can divulge who she is and what her position is, but the enemy's going to attack her because of who she is. We're all in the sense that you have a relationship with God in your standing. He's put us all in, in certain places so that we can fund the kingdom. And in those places, the enemy is going to come. He's going to come to take those positions because we are and we have got to band together as the foal of Christ, as the sisters and brothers of Christ and stand together because the cord that is tightly wound is hard to break. I know that was uh-huh. one of the things I put out there on Facebook, that, that the cord that is, that is bound together with more than three, that's hard to break. So we've got to continue to bind together. I'm going to hush. I open the floor. 
Pastor Brown. I know you came in late. I will send you the recording so you get an opportunity to hear if you'd like to hear what went on. Um, and, uh, but if you have anything that you'd like to add to the to the group, please feel free. Okay. Um, praise the Lord. I greet everyone in the name that is above all names, and I thank God for the opportunity to be on here and share because it's such an inspiration and enlightenment yeah. to me. Anytime we're expounding on the word of God, it is good. Mm-hmm. And Sister McCoy said it so you know, greatly by that if we have anyone that is unsaved, you know, we need to reach out to them. Don't give up on them, but continue to sow into them kind words. And mm. the same thing that it took for us, you know, to get saved, we know that we were running for a time period, and, you know, so they're running too, and we just have to ask God to have mercy on on them as God had mercy on us. I thank God for you, Pastor Brown. Caroline had brought that point up to reach out. I'm going to share this with each of you. Sometimes, I think you shared it with me, Pastor Brown, that when I told you about my son and you said, one plant, one waters, but God gives the increase. Amen. Sometimes, amen, whenever we share with our children and we share with them, we plant the seed or we share with friends and we share with loved ones. We plant the seed. Somebody else yeah. might come along and water it. They might not take it from you, but they might take it from me. They might take, not mm-hmm. take it from me. They might take it from Pastor Brown. They might take not take it from Pastor Brown, but I they'll take that. it from, from Laverne, or, or they'll take it from Caroline. But we want to be able to share the word that somebody can water it. If I can be mm-hmm. watering to somebody else's seed, so be it. We just want we we just want it watered. We want it planted. We want it watered, and we're and we're expecting the increase. Amen. But as we come together, we all want to learn from each other and love on each other and be there as a listening ear if you're going through a time. We all get weak. We all get weak. But God, you know, and he told us to forsake not the assembly of our brother. Because when one is weak, the other is strong. No, right. Amen. Amen. So, So we're here. For one another. We're here for one another. Caroline, if you'd like to close us out tonight, sure. Sure, absolutely. Lord, we just thank you right now for this evening. We thank you, Lord, for the day. Father God, we thank you for waking us up. Father God, we thank you for protecting our families. Lord, we just thank you for just giving us the health and strength to make it, Lord, Father God, because without you, we can't do anything. And Lord, we just want to and praise your holy name. We just thank you for allowing us to just just be able to serve you, Lord, for your, your Lord, you, Lord, you are just more than willing for us to, to, to come to you and you greet us, Lord Jesus, with loving, open arms. And we thank you for that, Father God. We thank you, for we know that we come straight to your glory. But, Lord, you still set us in, and we thank you for that, God. And, Lord, thank we stand you, on your word, we believe in you, and we accept you as our personal Savior, Father God. We thank you for allowing us to do that, doing that, Lord. And we thank you for going to that cross for us, Father God. And we praise you and we glorify your name for just, Lord, for just, just waking up on that third day to save someone like me, giving me an opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your God all by yourself, Lord. And we thank you. And, God, I thank you right now, Lord. 
If I had a thousand tongues, I could praise you enough, God, for what you have done for me, my family, my friends. Thank you. I thank you for providing help, life, and strength to me, my home. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for those that are out there that are listening and needing for you to just help them, Lord Jesus, and healing their bodies, Father God. I thank you for your many blessings. I know you hear our prayers, Father God, because I know you're working and healing the land as I pray. Mm-hmm. So we thank yeah. you right now. Thank you for all that you've done. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We Amen. love you all. And we're going to meet back here on Monday night at 7. Please share with your friends and your family. I, um, as I spoke before, I'll go ahead and, um, and share this with each one of you so that you can share with others. Invite everybody to come in and be a part of it if, you, if they like. But in Jesus' name, we pray grace and peace over each and every one of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah.